Jenny's just so boring. I'm going to cut this. <laughs> Jenny is so overly chatty. That's such a problem here. Yeah. <laughs> From Boogieland Media, this is On Carlson Drive a dusty little dirt road of memories from the wit and whimsy of Wendy Bonifield. This week's mini-episode, More with Jenny. In about four months, I am going to become a grandma. My daughter Erin and her husband Bennett are going to have a baby boy. Yes, this is very exciting. And, like most women who are about to become grandmothers, I too feel like I am not old enough to be a grandmother. But, obviously I am, because here it is. And honestly, I'm okay with it. Go ahead, call me grandma. That's okay with me. Because my grandma was truly the best person God ever created. And if I'm even half the grandma she was, I think I will be doing pretty good. Sometimes I bemoan the fact that I inherited my grandma's chubby legs, but then I remember that I didn't care that she had chubby legs. And I always got a little defensive when my aunts got onto her about being too heavy. When I was a little girl, there was no better place on earth than my grandma's house. My mom was the oldest of eight kids, so grandma's house was often full of cousins and aunts and uncles. We didn't always get to see each other, so when we were all together, we were all happy to be together. I recently had a conversation with my cousin, and we kind of boiled it all down to grandma and grandpa. We talked about how much they loved each other, how they loved having their family all together, and that rubbed off on all of us and made for a happy group. My cousin Jenny and I had so much fun talking about our memories of Grandma's house, about always entering through the garage, about singing around the piano, about the boogeyman in the basement. It reminded me of the importance of place. Things are not important, I know. The importance comes from the people who use them or live in them. I loved my grandmother's house because I loved my grandparents. Because I knew when I went there, I was going to be loved, and those things reminded me of that love. My grandmother is no longer with us, but I still have my memories and some things that she gave me, or things that she had in her home to remember her by. I will never forget her. She is a part of me. And my grandpa, well, I get to go visit him in a few weeks. He's 98 years old, and he lives in Florida now, not Michigan. But I'm pretty sure the boogeyman is still around the corner somewhere. So I will be very careful. I remember we always came in through the garage at Grandma and Grandpa's house. That's another thing. We never came through the front door. Never. Yeah, I remember one time when we were there and Grandma ordered pizza, which was very, very rare. But Mm -hmm. they came and delivered it to the front door. And I think I was like, wait, there's a front door? Yeah. Nobody ever came to the front door. Always through the garage. And the garage was filled with everything electrical. 
boxes and bins full of wires and connectors. And then they had a truck, I think, that said Gilmore Electric on it. That was really their main storehouse for all their electrical stuff. Yep. I do remember vividly walking through that. And um, usually as soon as you came in the back door and took a left to go into the kitchen and the main area of the house, there would be a row of pies along the left. <laughs> On that big, long counter. And it was full of pies. Yeah. Grandma would have been cooking and baking for days on end to get ready for that. And usually she was standing somewhere near the kitchen doing something like that when we were coming in. Right, because you were always greeted by Grandma when you got there, it seemed like. Yes, she was always somewhere nearby. Yep. Christmas time especially is when most people, I think, would come home from wherever they lived and there would be lots and lots of people at Grandma's house. And living nearby, we were very rarely spending the night at Grandma's. Like, we never had a bedroom there or got to just stay the whole holiday at Grandma's house. And that always used to make me really sad. I would always be quite jealous of all of you who got to stay at Grandma's house. Because I would get to sleep over there every now and then with with my cousins, which was great. But I wanted to be at Grandma's house from the minute everyone was there until the minute everyone left. And I always felt like I was going to miss out at the times we had to say goodbye and go back home to our house. I was always very jealous and wishing I could just stay and have a little bedroom there for our family to stay in. That's so funny. I didn't even think about that because I've always been jealous of like you and Amy who lived so close to grandma and grandpa all the time. Because mm-hmm. it was like, we only got to come visit you know, a little bit in the summer and at Christmas time. And then I had to leave. I didn't get to be at grandma's anymore. So uh, it's kind of funny. Right. You're, you were the other way around. Although I'm sure you were happy to be close. I would have been there on Christmas Eve Maybe for a short period of time, but Christmas Eve was normally the time that we went to my other grandma and grandpa's house. So we would spend Christmas Eve with them so that we could spend Christmas Day at grandma and grandpa Gilmore's house. So I often was not around on Christmas Eve over there. For some reason, I just remember you being there in the morning. But it could be, you know, when you're little, you get your memories all mixed up. I was never there on a Christmas morning when you were opening gifts. Again, this was part of my real jealousy of you guys. (laughs) We would always have our own Christmas on Christmas morning. And then as soon as we did that, we'd just get ready and we would come over. So we would be there by lunchtime for sure. And we were usually having a massive Christmas dinner at some point in that afternoon. Yes, because that's when everybody else came who wasn't a part of things. Yep. That's when we all came. And, you know, in my mind, their house was huge. And I do (laughs) think it was a pretty big house for that day. Yeah. But I remember they could fit most of the adults around their kitchen table with the leaves pulled out and everything. And then they would usually set up a card table or we would be at a different table in a different room where they would put all the kids. Yes, absolutely. I remember that very clearly. And we sang grace. That's the other big thing I remember about those is we would always sing grace when we were together as a big group. And we always sang it to the tune of deep harmony. (laughs) Yeah, this was one of those moments where I thought, 
this family is so much better. <laughs> this is the best family. L- listen to us sing. We've got like so many different parts going on here. There, there aren't any other families that could do this no in the world, and we are us. doing it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, so yeah. It's they were some some of the very best memories ever. Mm-hmm. This episode of On Carlson Drive was produced for Boogie Land Media by Randy and Wendy Bonifield. All stories were written, edited, and narrated by Wendy Bonifield. Follow On Carlson Drive on Facebook and Instagram at username On Carlson Drive. Please like, add, friend, and review this podcast wherever you find us. Join us next week for a new episode. Until then, thank you for joining us on Carlson Drive. <laughs>